When you have the shar of the mazik, the damager, and the rishus of the nizik, of the damagee, they will learn back in Perak Aleph. We said it's a mood mitkila, so it's a mood right away. The owner has to pay nizik shalim. So, Ketzad, what's the case? Which, which damage are we talking about? Which nezek? And according to who, whose opinion is the animal a muid that the owner has to pay nezek shalom a full payment? Says the Mishnah. <coughs> Nagach, if the shore gores with its horns, Nagach, it pushes with its body. Nagach, it bites. So here the kavana is to cause damage. Ravats, it crouches on Kalim. Bod, it kicks with its feet. So, any time the animal damages in one of these manners of damage, it's called Karen, the horns, and its subsidiaries. If it's done in a where the shur is a tam, the owner of the shur pays, the mazik pays, meaning half of the damages, and not to exceed the value of the shur hatam itself, which is the principle of Karen, that we learned back in Parak Aleph. Bishus Hanizik. Now, if the damage was caused in the Rishus of the Nizik, the damages domain, so the Mechlokas. Reptarfin says that Nezik Shalim, the owner of the Mazik, has to pay Nezik Shalim a full payment. Afapi, even though the Shur is a Tam. Nevertheless, since it caused the damage in the Rishus of the Nizik, the Baha Shur, the Mazik, is obligated to pay Nezik Shalim a full payment. This is what we learned back in Parak Aleph, that the shar of the mazik in the rishus of the nizik is a muad mitchila so, and therefore he has to pay nezik shalim according to Reb Tarfin. The Chachamim and the argue, no, chati nezik. There's no difference. With, with, if, if, if we're talking about karen, so karen is, is going to be applicable bain in the rishus of in public domain, bain in the rishus of nizik in the, in the damages domain. Afilu hezik b'shus anezik. Even the damage was caused in the shus of the nezik. If the shar is a tam, according to the chachamim, the owners only pay chati nezik, not a nezik shalim. The mishnah says further. Amr lahem reb tarfin. This is the machlokus between the chacham and reb tarfin. What does the mazik pay when a shar tam gores in the rishus of the nezik? According to reb tarfin, it'll be nezik shalim. According to the chacham, it'll be chati nezik. So keep that in mind. Now that this, this could be a whole dialogue between the two of them, but that's their opinions. So Amalim, Reb Tarfin, Reb Tarfin says to the Chachamim, I have a Kavachomer, that Karen, the Rishus of the Nizik, has to pay Nezik Shalim. Uma b'makam shehekel, you see where the Torah is lenient, on Shein, and on Regal, shehindu, b'shus Rabin in a public domain, shehu pater, that when, when Shein and Regal occurs in a public domain, the Torah is lenient, that the owner of the ox is totally exempt. Nevertheless, Hichmer Aleh, and the Torah is machmer strict, in the Rishus of the Nizik, L'Shalem, Nizik Shalem, when the damage is caused by Shin and Regal, in the domain of the damage, the owner has to pay a full payment, like we learned back in the previous parak, Makom Shehichmer Ala Karen, Rishus Harabim, L'Shalem, Chatsi Nizik. So in a place where the Torah is strict on Karen, that the owner has to pay in the public domain half the damages because Karen the Rabbim the Torah is Machbi has to pay Chatzinezek. So then Eino Din is it not so that we should be strict in the Rishus of the Nizik the Shalom Nizik Shalim that now the owner has to pay Nizik Shalim even though it's Karen because where is it occurring in the Rishus of Nizik? Sounds like a good call of a Chomer. No. And this is the principle of Dayoi, meaning something which is learned through a Kalvachomer. Dayoi, it's enough that it should be like the thing which, is, which it's learning, which it is being learned from. Meaning, since you're learning out Karen 
in the Rishus of the Nizik, from Karen in the Rishus of the Rabbim. Because you say Karen, that the Torah is Machmer in the Rishus Rabbim, so then all the more so you should be Machmer in the Rishus of the Nizik. So the Fikach Dalia, it's enough for the Karen in the Rishus of the Nizik should, to be like the Karen in the Rishus of Rabbim. That Ma Bushus Rabbim Chatzinezik. We know that Karen in the Rishus Rabbim is Chatzinezik. So the Af Bushus Nizik. So doing the Rishus Nizik will be Chatzinezik. So it's like if the Shor gores or pushes with his body uh, or any of the subsidiaries of Karen that's done by a short time in the Shusha Rabbim. So the owners only pay Chatzin Nezik. So too, if it's Nagach or Nagach in the Shusha Nezik, the owners only pay Chatzin Nezik. Amalahem, Reb Tarfin says to the Chamim, Ani lo adin Karen mikaren. I'm not learning how Karen the Shusha Nezik from Karen the Shusha Rabbim. No. Ani adin Karen me regal. I'm learning how Karen in the Shusha Nezik from, from Shane and Regal in the Shusha Nezik. That Uma b'makom shehekel al hashen v'haregel b'shus rabim hechmir b'karen, meaning we know that by b'shus rabim the Torah is lenient on shen and regel, that the owner is totally exempt. But nevertheless, the Torah is strict on karen to pay chatzinezik in b'shus rabim. So then makom shehechmir al hashen v'haregel b'shus nizik. So then, where the Torah is going to be strict on shen and regel in the b'shus of the nizik. The Torah is machmer, the owner has to pay Nezek Shalim, and Odin Shnachmer for Karen, all the more so Karen in the Shusha Nezek, the owner has to pay a Nezek Shalim. So again, Reb Tarfin responds to the Chachamim. Um, we're low, the Chachamim responds to Reb Tarfin again. Dayo, Dayo Labam and Adin, Lihiyo's Kenido. And again, this Kal Vachomer, Av Kal Vachomer Zeh, Enoch Dan Ella, you're only donning it on the Yisod, the principle of Karen in the Shusha Rabbim. Because she'ilula ha'chumra she'uchmer ha'torah, if that's the Torah being strict on Karen the shrab and the pechatzin ezek, lo ha'yit yachol, you would not be able to don your kal v'chumra. So comes out the ikar nidon here is Karen the shusharabim. Therefore, I'll say da'il abam and adin liyach nidon ma b'shusharabim chatzin ezek af b'shusharabim ezek chatzin ezek. It's like Karen the shusharabim is chatzin ezek. So to Karen the shusharabim ezek will be chatzin ezek. And the Gemara explains that even Reptarfin, he holds of the principle of Dayo, Dayo Laba Minadin Lios Knidon, because this principle of Dayo is actually learned out of uh, in Sefer in Parshas in Sefer Bamidbar. It's learned out by the Parsha of Miriam. The pasuk says, "Avia Yerok Yerok Bavaneha Halosi Kolim Shivas Yamim Tisagar Shivas Yamim." So what, what's going on over here? So Miriam has Adlashin Hara on Moshe Rabbeinu. And we darshan out that had her father gotten angry at her, uh, and he, he spit at her for the zif out of anger, she would have been embarrassed and she would have been insulted for seven days. So when HaKadosh Baruch Hu gets angry at her, because she said, Lashon Hara and Moshe Rabbeinu, all the more so in this in the zifa, she should be secluded for 14 days. But what ended up happening? Dayo labam adin lios knidon. That we said dayo, and that she ended up staying in solitude only the seven days. So Mikol Mokom, nevertheless, we're talking about of this principle. But in, with regards to the Indian that we're discussing over here, Reb Tarfin's not going to say Dayo. Why? Because according to Reb Tarfin, this is crucial. He holds, we do not say Dayo unless, If it's not going to knock off the Kavachomer, then we will say Dayo. Like by Miriam, the Etzema Heska, the main solitude the Torah is referring to over here, It's learned out of the Kavachomer. The Kivan Shefshah Yaladim B'Kavachomer, since we can down a Kavachomer, that technically she would be insulted for 14 days. Therefore, the Torah tells you, no, Dayal Bamadin Leos Knidon only be insulted for 7 days. But over here, with regards to Baba Kama, the scenario over here, Al Chatzin Nezek, Ain't Sarech, we don't need Avalkan, Al Chatzin Nezek, Ain't Sarech, we don't need the Kavachomer, because it's explicit in the Torah. 
Then what are we doubting a Kavla Chomer? That it should be Nezek Shalom, it should be a full payment in the Rishus of the Nezek. And if we were to say Dayo, that the owners only have to pay Chati Nezek, comes out will be knocking off the Kavla Chomer in Gantan, Lagamri. Therefore, in this scenario, we don't say Dayo. I Meaning, Tarfan holds the principle of Dayo. And we'll say it in, in general. But now it's going to knock off the Kavla Chomer entirely. And here we're knocking off the Kavla Chomer entirely. Because Chati Nezek is already first in the Torah. We're using the Kavla Chomer to teach us Nezek Shalom in the Shush of the Nezek. If I say Dayo, I'll knock off the Kavla Chomer. So if I'm going to knock off the Kavla Chomer entirely, we don't say Dayo. That's what Tarfan's Shita. And therefore he's going to hold that we, we do hold of a short time in the Shush of the Nezek to pay Nezek Shalom. However, the Chachamim, they hold that we say Dayai, even if we'll knock off the Kavachomer, we'll still say Dayai. Why? Because according to the Chachamim, even in the Parsha of Miriam, we're knocking off the Kavachomer through Dayai. Why? Because the Torah says two times. It says Shivas Yamim and Tisagar Shivas Yamim two times in the Pasuk over there. It says Tisagar Shivas Yamim, and then it says Vitiskar Miriam, Shivas Yamim. So the Chum hold, then the first Pasuk, I already know that she has to be in Salatul for seven days. So, what's the Kavachomer coming to teach us? On the 14 days. Therefore, we have the principle of Dayo, to go back to seven days, even though knock off the Kavachomer entirely. So, according to we will say Dayo, even if knocks off the Kavachomer entirely. And hence, they'll hold that the Ashura time, the Nizik, the owners still pay only Chati Nezik. However, of Tarfin, these two psukim of Tisaga Shivas Yamim, and then again, Tisaga Shivas Yamim, Enim Bam El Amidin Daya is only coming to teach us the principle of Daya, meaning Echad one with regards to the Kavachomer, which is mentioned by Miriam, and the second one's coming to teach us Shabbachol Kavachomer, and all Kavachomers, we will say Daya. Because maybe one would think that Davka, because of the covet of Moshe Rabbeinu, we say that Miriam is in solitude for seven days over there. Different Kavachomer. Maybe maybe we won't say Dayo. Therefore, the second pasuk is coming to teach us that the din of Dayo is applicable in all scenarios. So that's going to be the machlok between Tarfin and the Chachamim. And Mishnavav Adam, you have a person. So a person is a human being. Will be a muad mitchilas. He'll always be a muad. Muad la'aylam. He always pays nezek shalim in all of his damages. Whether it's done by mistake. Whether it's done on purpose. Bain air, whether he's sleeping. Bain air, whether he's awake, I'm sorry. Bain yeshim, whether he's sleeping. Meaning, meaning, even if he causes damage while he's sleeping, he's chayev. And the Shalom explains that if he's sleeping, and someone else comes, the second guy comes, and uh, you know, man at number two comes and sleeps next to him, and then the second guy damages the first guy, so the second guy is chayev. The first guy damages the second guy, and the first guy was sleeping first, no. Then the first guy will be exempt. But if they both went to sleep at the same time next to each other, whoever damages his friend would be chayev, because they're both deemed a muad to each other. And so too, one who sleeps, one who goes to sleep in a place where there's kalim utensils nearby, and he breaks them through his sleep. Then he's chayev. But if he was sleeping, someone else came and put Caleb next to him after he's sleeping, then of course he will be potter. And the Mishnah concludes, If one blinds his friend's eye or he breaks his friend's Caleb, he pays full payment. So of course this is Pashat. So the Mishnah is coming to teach us, if he, if he damages his friend's eye by mistake, so then it'll have the din of damaging his friend's Caleb. Meaning, she ain't only pays the nezek the damage alone. 
Whereas in Shar, the other payments of when one strikes his friend, the pain that he caused, the healing that he needs, the lack of work now that he can't go to work, the embarrassment of the damage that was caused to this person. So those uh, damages are only only applicable if it was done be made on purpose or a car of made that are close to purpose. Therefore, the Mishnah says when you, a person blinds his friend's eye or breaks his friend's kalim, that he pays Nezek Shalim, as come teaches teach us a case where he blinded his friend's eye by mistake, just like breaking his friend's kalim, that's when he only pays for the Nezek alone. But when it's done on purpose or carved made it close to purpose, then they'll have to pay also for the tsar, the pain that was caused, the report, the healing, the shevet, the lack of work, the bojas, and the embarrassment as well that we'll learn later on in Parakhas.